everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful, if a little gray, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, we got some swingers. Ooh. Some Mormons out swinging. Mormons do it. What is going on there? There's going to be a whole TV show about it, apparently. <laughs> Did I just say TV show? I put the emphasis on a really weird place. Uh, yeah. In the, on that. Anywho, there are, there is going to be a, a show, and uh, what what does it all mean? What is it? Does, yeah, when Mormons swing, it feels it feels like there might be some hypocrisy there. <laughs> I can't guarantee that that's what's happening, but it feels. It has like it, the, yeah the sort of je ne sais quoi of <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna talk about it. All right. Well, uh, first, Dan, I've got mm-hmm. a story about this poor mother down in oh. central Florida, Dan. Oh, my. Who, uh, the school that she takes her kids to, had it, the school's banned her uh, from dropping her kids off anymore. Um, they, they, it's a private Christian school. <laughs> and, you know, she's... This is where she she's made a, a decision. She wants her kids going to this this school. She feels sure. it's a good school. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess, having knowing nothing about this, I'm going to guess she's wrong about that. <laughs> well, it's her decision, Dan. Um, yes. And I guess in some ways, it's the school's decision to uh, decide that they don't like uh, the big uh, decal that's on the back of her car. Oh no! Um, which is uh, a, a a promotion for her OnlyFans account, <laughs> um, and uh, p- apparently a bunch a bunch of parents uh, complained. Oh, and uh, this is Michelle Klein. She's the she's the woman with the OnlyFans account. Yeah. To be um, clear, for those of you who may not know, OnlyFans <laughs> is a a website on which you can have your own account and then yeah. post whatever you want to, and people can subscribe to your OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, and then they pay to see whatever it is you're doing. Now, this could be any number of things. It could be literally anything, but it is always porn <laughs> that you are making for your yeah. people. It it you're right though the it, it, they didn't start out to make a porn site. It seems right. seems pretty predictable that that's what would have happened, <laughs> considering how the whole thing's set up. But they initially were even trying to get people like you and me, yeah, right? people who who have a little bit of a, a presence out in either social media or with a podcast or whatever, and then you could sort of behind paywalls put content, right? Yeah. And as a, as a way to make a little extra money. Well, she has, like you were alluding to, adult content right. um, behind uh, her little paywall. Uh, apparently, it's her and her husband. She says, uh, my husband and I had this, you know, little wild, you know, behind closed doors lifestyle uh, that we've now decided to share. Uh-huh. Um, and they must be make they must be doing OK um, yeah. with the whole thing. But one of this, they actually, this article was able to talk to one of the parents who probably complained, Uh uh, but definitely a parent with, with kids there at Liberty Christian prep. Uh, She says, that's a distraction to my children. And no matter how poorly or how good a parent I, I, or how good I parent porn is there. 
And that's kind of the first thing they're seeing when they go into a place that should be educating them. I'm going to hold on a second. I'm just guessing here, but it seems impossible to me that this is that like this bumper sticker or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. uh, actually displays any of the porn. I think there's a sexy picture. Oh, Um, oh, I think, I think it's got, um, Ms. Klein, uh, in some sort of pose fully, you know, covered. I I about said fully covered. I'm sure she's not fully covered. She's not, (laughs) you know, wearing a burqa on the back of this car, but, but, but we're not seeing uh, nip. I don't know. No, 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 no. But it's, it's definitely, uh, clearly sexy. Yeah. And, uh, and this is, uh, the, 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 this, um, parent, Concerned parent continuing, Mm. she says, it's not just a tiny little emblem on the back of the car. It's taking up the entire windshield. Oh, no. She says, Uh, let's see. Oh, parents in the school were just like, can you just take it off the car? Like, this is easy. We we, we don't we're not kicking you out because (laughs) you're doing this right. Like, we don't care that you're doing it. We're not we're not that fussy. But like, can you just maybe take it, take the thing off the car? Because I mean, honestly, (laughs) how many times, I mean, this is Florida, but how many times have you driven around or if you were out driving around and you saw somebody's only fans, you know, page advertised on the back of their car, Uh are you really going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to go check that out. Cause I saw it on the back of a car. I'll tell you what you do. You definitely (laughs) look at who's driving. You, you, you literally Hit the accelerator until you're in front of them and you look. You're gonna look. I mean, I gotta. guess so. And then you're like, oh, wow, hottie. Yeah, I'll look you up. Yeah, it's I like, mean, oh, it's a okay. Little, little weird. It's a little weird of a thing. And I agree. Maybe the smart thing here, because again, you're not getting a ton of, ton of business, right? Yeah. From the decal on the back of your car, right? Maybe yeah. she thinks she is. I don't know. But she goes, um, she goes, that one seemed like an easy thing to say for sure. But for me, you know, it supports my family. This provides a very comfortable way of life for us. And it's legal. You know, I pay yeah. taxes just like everyone else. But I'm and I'm not breaking the law. I just offended people. And she still wants her kids to go to the school. So the one thing that she's asking is because right now she has to, like, pull the car um, <laughs> across the street uh, and forcing the kids to cross a busy road, uh, walk down a sidewalk and through a parking lot to get to school. <laughs> and so she's asking the school, like, well, if you're making me do this, can you at least send somebody to meet my kids? Right. And walk them across this like busy street. Oh, my because God. I'm not taking this decal off my car. Here's here's my thought. <laughs> as as a guy, as a as as a person who used to be a kid, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know if our listeners know this about me, but I was at one point a child, <laughs> and I, you know, a child who occasionally would develop a crush on one of my friend's moms. Oh yeah, okay. That is so unfair. To know <laughs> that your your friend's mom, to know that there's a bumper sticker on your friend's mom's car <laughs> of her scantily clad. <laughs> I would I would die. I would have like literally I would daily I would have been like, Mom, I'm going for a bike ride, and I would have like driven past their ridden past their house a hundred and fifty times. 
Oh no! Just There's that Beecher that kid again. Looking for the sticker. That little pervert. <laughs> oh, it's it's not fair to the kid to the to the the young kids. But you you're you're I'm put, not you're I'm, putting this into the context of you know the 80s, right? Oh, that's true. And, and these and, kids and, have access to whatever they want. Right? That's true, but not their friend's mom. <laughs> I'm saying super it's, nice some, it's someone that they know and they get to see her in lingerie. Hell and yeah. This woman already was, was the mom in like, you <laughs> know, was, the, the low cut shirt with the, who's going out and like watering little, her flowers in her, in, in her sports bra. And, already and that woman. Short shorts. Yeah. And whatever. She yeah, was yeah. already getting all the little <laughs> middle schoolers hot and bothered. So yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> God bless her. All right. Yeah, I, I have no moralizing about uh, having the OnlyFans or even having the sticker, but I, I do feel for the uh, <laughs> the young boys in the, in the neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's smart, like, the, the decal, but if she wants to do it, fine, whatever. I, I think she's getting... I'm, I'm thinking she is, like, half of the parents are complaining and the other half are, like, subscribers to her channel. A hundred percent. The dads. The dads are all, and like a couple moms are all on, <laughs> on top of that OnlyFans. All right. Well, I'm going to, we were, we talked about um, a while back, some employees of CVS, which is a, uh, a pharmacy, uh, a, a national mm-hmm. Depart- sort of uh, drugstore chain, chain, chain yeah. of, of drugstores. Yeah. And, and they, uh, they were they were getting sued by some employees. Uh, they're being sued again. And here's so here's the backup background of this. And I didn't know I, I didn't have the full story like right in my head before. So here's what they used to do. CVS used to cre- provide an accommodation for their ding dong religious uh, employees. Mm hmm. Because, you know, there are some Catholics and members of other religions who didn't want to dole out birth control because they had some, you know, religious objection to it. Right. Which is dumb because you're in the medical profession and that's providing medical care. But (laughs) CVS had an accommodation. So basically, if an employee was not religiously comfortable with it, they could just get another employee who was already doing something else to come and, you know, provide this care to the person, you know. It's ridiculous. To just literally just distribute a drug, sell right. a thing to a person. That's all they're doing. They're, they're literally just grabbing it off of a shelf and handing it to someone. And, re, you know, you're not personally selling it. You're just facilitating that sale. But... Or administering it or anything, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, yeah. You're not even like popping the pill in their mouth or whatever. You're just giving it to them. Full, in a full service pharmacy. That's right. That's what I expect is the pills placed in my mouth. And then massage my throat to encourage it to go down. Uh, Well, this is happening. So CVS uh, back in 2021, I think announced that all employees are going to have to do their whole job. Mm. Uh, 
and that was going to be a big problem for a few people. Uh, obviously, I it was a mistake to offer the uh, the religious exemption in the first place. That was a problem, mm-hmm. um, and so taking it away was good enough for the uh, you know one of these. Uh, legal groups, these conservative legal groups that love to get into it. The first Liberty Institute. Uh, Yeah. That, that all they live for in the whole wide world is to try and sue their way into a Christocracy, (laughs) you know, a a Jesus land. Christocracy. 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 I thought like crusty people. No, no, no. Okay. That too, though. They want that as well. <laughs> they want Jesus and grump. Grumpy okay. people. Crusty, right. grumpy people. <laughs> anyway, they're suing. So it happened again. Another another person, uh, another employee who, who was fired for not doing the job she was hired for. She's a goddamn nurse. Jesus. You're, if you're a nurse, guess what? You have to do all of the nursing. Yeah. You, no, you, you don't, don't want to wipe that butt. We know you don't want to wipe it. Right. right. Like, but that's part of the care. You don't want to give of, out a birth control pill. Well, it's part I don't of the care, care what you want. It's part. It's the job. Yeah. Literally. There's no other retail job in the world where someone can be like, oh, I, I will sell all of this stuff, but I really don't like peanut butter. And so I refuse <laughs> On moral grounds to sell one of the products that this store carries. What about a Christian uh, retail worker that doesn't want to sell a hijab? Right. 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 Yeah. Or, or yeah. Or refuses to sell a menorah on. Oh, for, yeah. Because they just don't approve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't believe in this. I, I, I am religiously against candles. And then it's just like, <laughs> shut up. Then you can't do the job that you were hired to do. Right. Pl- please leave. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's just funny. so dumb. It's so stupid. I need a manager on aisle, on on check five so that you can sell the thing that I'm just not willing to ring up and take payment for. <laughs> Code pink on uh, yeah. Pile so five. dumb. Just so dumb. Anyway, there th- these lawsuits are happening. We don't know. Uh, what's going on? What's going to end up happening with them? Uh, but yeah, let this be a lesson that not all accommodations are good accommodations, and sometimes, like, y- y- if you have a sensitivity, you just don't qualify for the job anymore. Yeah. Hmm. All mm-hmm. right. Fair enough, Dan. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, Dan, we talked about this. I think maybe you had this story. Um, a while back uh, about a Mississippi man uh, who drove up to Iowa to mm. destroy the satanic temple holiday display that was uh-huh. at the Iowa state Capitol. <laughs> well, it was just there taunting him. <laughs> yeah. So he goes out of his way, right. To go up there, whatever. Cause um, he's a national hero and he knows it. <laughs> right. Uh, Michael Cassidy is his name. Uh, well, they initially charged him with a fourth degree criminal mischief charge, yeah. uh, which is a serious misdemeanor. And um, yeah, the, the the destruction of the there was a Baphomet statue uh, that was part of the display that was broken into multiple pieces. 
resulting in about three thousand dollars in repairs. Apparently, mm. um, they repaired it. Why? I don't know. Just build um, a new thing. I'm sure they just built a new thing. Maybe that's what it was. Um, <laughs> but uh, the whole thing, uh, the 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 Baphomet display had caused a lot of controversy. That's why Michael Cassidy drove up there. The governor. Mm. Uh, the state governor of, of Iowa called the display absolutely objectionable. Like, oh. like anybody needs to be chiming in on this at all. Right. right? Uh, there was a Republican representative uh, that claimed that it was unconstitutional somehow. <laughs> I don't think uh, he was uh, this Brad Sherman was the name. His name uh, really understands the Constitution very much. No. Anyway, um, they don't actually like the Constitution, but they love what they believe the Constitution <laughs> says. Anyway, the charge has been changed. Oh, um, the Cassidy is now uh, being charged with a third degree uh, charge of criminal mischief in violation of individual rights. That's a Class D felony. Uh, that falls Ooh. under Iowa's hate crime statute. Thank, thank you. That's that seems right. Isn't, it seems uh-huh. it seems like totally there to really piss some people off. The, yeah, this uh, the, yeah, this is going to have them in a uh, tizzy uh, yeah. over uh, hate crimes uh, legislation. Yeah. Um, but, but it's what it, it is what the satanic temple is for. Yeah. When you make, when you say we want it to be a hate crime to, uh, to do something against a religion. Right. Uh, the satanic temple is going to count. You have to you do have to You have it. to remember yeah. all of the people. Well, and, and the fact of the matter is, is, I mean, a lot of what the satanic temple, uh, what I feel like they're doing right is, to be drawing it, you put up a, a Baphomet and holiday display in order to draw, maybe make the Christians question whether they should be doing holiday displays at all. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Like that's what they're, that's what they're doing. I like, they're not there to like, you know, make anybody question. Hopefully they're not trying to make people question whether religious protections for hate crimes. Right. Right. Yeah. Should, because there are, there are plenty of groups that need these, these, this extra layer of protection, right? hundred percent, you know, so, um, I, I'm all for religious groups and churches and whatever, um, being included in, in hate crime, hate crimes legislation. But, um, absolutely. but if, if you're going to have it, then yes, the satanic temple should also be included. So I, I yeah. think it's great. It's a wonderful development. Yeah, that, that is great. I'm, I'm, I'm on board I'm, and you know what I'm going to do. I I'm switching my order now. Oh, speaking of the satanic temple. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and speaking of the satanic temple working in the way that it's meant to work, hmm. I have an update to an, I, a, a story that we talked about where, uh, Idaho, a bunch of very zealous, uh, politicians in Idaho want to repeal part of the Idaho state uh, constitution. Oh. Uh, a thing called the Blaine Amendment, which is uh, basically just says no money, uh, no government money go- should go to religious institutions. Uh, oh. Okay. A very sensible uh, yeah. thing. Yep. That, that what, they want to repeal. 
Yes, exactly. That was um, originally they wanted it to go into the U.S. Constitution. Mm. Uh, it failed to be amended into the U.S. Constitution, but several states passed it. Okay, including Idaho. And boy, does it get under the skin of some of these Idaho lawmakers. So <laughs> they are trying to to repeal this because they want to funnel money to uh, as many of their Christian religions as possible. Right. And then, and specifically, they want to funnel money to schools, to religious <sighs> schools. Yeah. So they're having hearings on this thing, uh, and there was a segment of public comment during which someone calling themselves Rowan Astra, uh, who is a non-theistic Satanist, gleefully stepped up to say, hey, this is great. I support this bill as I will start, am, am eager to start a satanic school <laughs> and am glad would be glad to receive <laughs> government money for it. Uh, at which point everybody's, uh, brains started to crank down and <laughs> smoke came out of many lawmakers' ears. Uh, uh, and they didn't know what to do with themselves. Literally, so then, you know, they that person's comment sort of passes without anybody really saying anything. And then later, a uh, a lawyer got up to, to talk about the bill. Uh-huh. Uh, a right-wing lawyer. For for a group called the Pacific Justice Institute, and the first things like one of the first things that somebody asks her is, uh, "Hey, the, the the Satanists can't get any of this money, can they?" And like literally, basically showed his hand entirely. What he said, he starts to say, uh, "Well, now what if a a group from a fringe religion?" And then the the, the chairman of the of, of of that group of that uh what do they call them the subcommittee little, yeah the chairman of the committee yeah. stopped him and said let's not wait we don't call any of the religions fringe let's not do that <laughs> and he's like please please refrain re, please you know re uh reword your question and he's like um okay so can can just any religion get this money and you know this lawyer, she's like, yeah, they can't. And she, it's clearly they were all so panicked about the whole thing <laughs> that they didn't vote on it, and they 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 decided, you know, it's not settled yet, but they definitely shelved it for a little bit while they regroup and try to figure out how they can pass how they can pass <laughs> this amendment or or get rid of this amendment, right. But also keep the money from going to the bad religions. I love it. That is yes, thank you, Satanic Temple. That's amazing. Yeah, I, it's literally, and I don't even know if if this was someone from Satanic Temple. Uh, oh, okay. Someone just claiming to be a Satanist. Anyway, well, well done, how, whoever you are. It's like, how it's meant to work. Yeah. This is how Satanism is meant to work. It <laughs> is the thing that you slap at them that and point out to them. Oh. This, that that didn't that's not what we intended. Oh no! And then we we force them to be the secular people that they are legally and constitutionally required to be. Right, I love it. That's amazing. Well, all right, Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, I believe it was last week, we talked about the take our border back convoy 
This was the <laughs> army of God yeah. people, right? Um, who uh, were getting organized. It sounded like, boy, this thing, this could be dangerous. All these people claiming to be the army of God and kind mm. of speaking a little, having a little bit of mildly, maybe not so mildly, uh, violent rhetoric mm-hmm. uh, directed toward uh, immigrants <laughs> Um, crossing the border, unauthorized crossings of the border. Uh, let's see. Um, well, the, the convoy got going this week. So I thought it, there, there some interesting details have come out about it. Oh. Um, they were originally claiming that up to 40,000 trucks, uh, would be joining the convoy. That sounds um, like a lot. Sounds like a lot. Um, the, well, they got off, uh, they got going, and they started in Virginia Beach. And uh, by the time they'd made it to Jacksonville, Florida, that's 14 hours of driving, during which more vehicles should be adding to the group, right? That's the whole idea, right? right. Like as the convoy comes through your area, you join it, right? Yeah. Um, so they, after 14 hours on the road, uh, they had 20 vehicles. Um, in in the convoy Uh, not a single truck and I think they mean like semi truck here right right right. Um, let's see on the morning the first morning uh, tires uh, had reportedly been slashed Um, participants got lost they couldn't figure out their (laughs) GPS Um, and uh, yeah and apparently uh, paranoia uh, really got the better of of them uh, the best of them uh let's see yeah at least one organizer initially said that they were planning to hunt down migrants along the border in collaboration with sympathetic members of law enforcement and but the group uh appeared to be walking back that uh claim on monday that uh, issuing a statement illegal thing that they said weird Uh, that they were walking that back so they issued a statement the convoy would not be heading to Eagle Pass. That was sort of the, the, the there's that's sort of the focus point of like yeah. this showdown between the federal government and the state of Texas. It's um, it's where they've staged all of the uh all of the big political yeah. theater. Yeah, exactly. So they're actually not gonna be going to Eagle Pass, even though that's where they originally <laughs> said they were gonna be going. Uh instead they're going to a, a tiny town sort of nearby where they're gonna just sort of hold a rally or something. And let's see, they uh, organizers uh, have also repeated their assertion that the event will be peaceful, Uh Um, even though online chats in related telegram groups show members discussing exterminating migrants. Right. Of course. Yeah. So on the first day of the convoy, uh, the meeting point had to be changed. Uh, because the owners of the original location told the organizers that they couldn't gather there. Yeah. Um, after fuck out of here, you're not meeting at my place. <laughs> uh, let's see. Claims about the numbers were made and didn't materialize. Oh, there was a prayer uh, from a pastor linked to the Church Militant. That's a far right religious website. Sh- shocking. That that name would be a far right. (laughs) Right, right. Let's see. So after the prayer, uh, the convoy uh, rolled out. Oh, they hit the road an hour late. Um, (laughs) And uh, I guess they were led by a a bus that was covered with MAGA 
slogans. Yeah. People immediately started getting lost. Uh, at one point, <laughs> the, the big bus stopped along the highway, kicked somebody off and drove away. Um, turns out this oh. guy uh, had, had traveled on his own from Washington, D.C. and is part of a group that protests daily in support of people jailed for rioting at the, mm. the Capitol on January 6th. Um, well, that sounds like exactly who they want. That's not, yeah, but they kicked him off. Uh, oh. And so the, the, uh, this, I'm getting all of this uh, from uh, a wired story. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, they must have been listening in somehow on, they were using like a walkie talkie app or they had some uh-huh. source that was like relaying information to them. Apparently they were fighting on the app um, right. about where they were going to stay for the night. <laughs> and when they got to a Bucky's in South Carolina, now for those of you who don't know what a Bucky's is, I've actually never been to one, but I know what they are. There are these yeah. absolutely massive gas stations in the South. Yeah. They're, they're like, they're like Walmarts with gas stations basically. Right. Yeah. And imagine just the most over the top, huge, ridiculous gas station you've ever seen in your life. That's a Bucky's. People apparently with, love them. Apparently they're really great. Food, the like, yeah, they got a whole thing. They man. always have barbecue. Apparently like they have a big barbecue station. Um, and you can buy clothing and yeah. you can go sh- like shopping. There's always a guy in a Bucky's like, um, mascot thing. Right. Oh, people um, are obsessed. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> The convoy arrives and they couldn't find each other at the, at the Bucky's because <laughs> it was too big. And then, of course, there's the whole paranoia aspect of the whole thing. Um, basically, a lot of people wound up not showing up to this thing who were yeah. saying that they were going to because it started really um, spreading around on Discord and wherever else they have their groups that right. it was it, this is a big it was a big setup by the federal government to en- <laughs> entrap patriots right um, i love it oh my so, god that's so good so like their own paranoia like i love that like that that they have become so uh paranoid about this that they're actually getting in the way of their own of of, of yeah. Achieving their oh. own their own things, right? Of, of getting anything done as a group, of showing up to big events and rallies because they're just yeah. they just think that everything's a honeypot operation being run by the FBI, and it's just right. like what the fuck, you guys? Like I'm, I'm got to show up. You got to show up. You want to you want to build support for your thing, but I'm glad they're not right. Yeah. So I just I just love the idea that somebody excited that their that their thing is working they are stoked because their whole they have organized something it's going to be a big deal they go they paint their bus yeah they pay, they spend a lot of money they and then, raised over $140,000 online then, for this whole thing like nobody shows yeah <laughs> oh it's such a disappointment 20 cars and oh they can't God. even like they keep themselves organized. Like you can't tell 20 cars doesn't even, cons- that's not a convoy. You can't even tell that, that, that anything's happening no. with 20 cars. Yeah. Like you don't even know that if you drive past a convoy of 20 cars, that's just traffic. <laughs> 
No. Poor All guys. Right. Poor guys. Well, I'm going to tell a story. You know, I you got to love the stories about Christians who actually might get it a little bit right. Hmm. Um, and this is a story of a pastor by the name of Alistair Begg of Parkside Church in Chagrin Falls, Ohio. Which, Chagrin? Okay. Uh, if, you know, if, if there are going to be American Christians involved, the word chagrin feels right. <laughs> but not this guy, because this guy, he had, you know, he had a, a sermon. He, he had, his sermons went out on a radio show. He had a, oh. his own radio show uh, that, that was going out into the world based on his sermons. And in one of his sermons, he... Basically, he so he relayed the story of a, a grandmother that came to him and said, "Hey, my grandchild is mar- marrying marrying. I'm pretty sure I can say words. <laughs> is marrying a transgender person? Oh, yeah. I don't know what to do. Oh, how much should I hate them? And uh, <laughs> to his credit, Beg said, "Go to the wedding, bring a gift." Show them that you love them. And basically, you know, we, you know, said the whole thing about Jesus says you're supposed to love your enemies. What? And now I don't know about seeing your grandchild as your enemy, but basically the idea is, you know, show them love. Right. Which in my world, that seems like the message, the big takeaway that anyone should get from the ministry of Jesus Mm. is like show love even in the face of something that you don't like. Right. So that's nice. I thought that that was a lovely thing. Mind you, he's completely canceled for it. He literally <laughs> everything, like his show right. was course. pulled. They won't do it. He was like, he lost, he was, he had a, a speaking engagement set up that, that they said that he couldn't oh come to God, anymore. That's too He good. was entirely shredded. Uh, people were up in arms. He didn't say, you know, support trans people. No. He didn't say love gay people. He said, go to your grandchild's fucking wedding. Wow. And it's, just be a decent human being. And just be a decent person. Yeah. And like support. Look, lots of parents and grandparents have to deal with their kid choosing somebody for a spouse that they're not thrilled about. Right. It, it, right. That's not that's nothing to do with LGBTQ anything. That just happens every damn day. Uh <laughs> yeah. you know, you're the guy's an asshole. Yeah. Or the the woman's a controlling whatever or what it, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> whatever it is, pl- plenty of parents and grandparents have to deal with the fact that they're not thrilled by the person that their uh child or grandchild has decided to marry. Yeah. But guess what? You support your child or grandchild. You just fucking you just do go it. to the wedding. That doesn't mean that you approve of everything. Right. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean that you're thrilled about it. It just means that you love and support the person. Yeah. And shut the fuck up about the rest. That's yeah. none of your goddamn business. Yeah, but okay. uh but go go and be passive aggressive if you need to be, but like at least show up. <laughs> Give a drunken toast that will be legend for the rest of their lives that they will be in therapy about for years to come. But just showed up. 
But you showed up and you gave him a damn gift. Is that too? <laughs> is that so hard? <laughs> and he's oh. canceled for it. Wow. All Entirely right. just shredded. So oh. the it, don't yeah don't let's not get too hopeful, friends, <laughs> about about the uh, the Christians in the United States because things aren't going well. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, not at all. Yeah. So if you would like to refute that and tell us an example of uh, Christians that give you hope, you can do that. You can write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear from you. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Well, Frank, uh, I don't know if you heard about it. There was a wonderful, uh, wonderful event recently held at the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. <laughs> sure, it was great. The uh, that's, that's the Hobby Lobby Green family uh, monstrosity that apparently has a bunch of stolen and fake artifacts in it. <laughs> uh, but they also host events, and this one was a big one. Lots of lawmakers there. This is this one was called the National Gathering for Prayer and Repentance. And I don't think you'll be surprised to learn that they were not calling on themselves to repent. <laughs> they were not saying, hey, we're sinners and we should repent. I think they were mostly worried about other people not there, not present at the event, right, right, right. Uh, repenting. So I'm going to play, the, there are many choice clips from this, but I thought that I would play a clip from Representative Greg Stubbe, Stubbe from, uh, I believe, Florida, who who uh, gave one of the prayers or whatever. Okay. Uh, and you'll, yeah, you'll hear some good piano playing in the background. Mm. Church love... is always better with dramatic piano. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, this isn't church, but it's the man, same thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire a dramatic piano player to follow me wherever I go, and then when you know when I'm at a party, I'll start to tell a story, and suddenly like dramatic piano. It will adds a lot. It does add yeah. a lot. Anyway, here's here's this is a U.S. House of Representative representative here uh, giving th this uh, lovely little speech. We decree that repentance shall miraculously impact our government, Congress, the White House, courts, businesses, schools, and families. People everywhere shall repent of immorality, sensuality, dishonesty, robbery, and their rejection of God. A calling out to the Lord shall organically and openly arise in cities, states, and regions. Even the media, they shall say, great is our God, because of the spiritual healing that God is bringing to our land. We say that there shall be a mass outpouring of repentance that shall descend upon the United States of America in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful, Dan. Isn't it? Isn't it just wonderful to hear? 
You talk down. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna back you up here. Thank you. I call upon all of our listeners to repent of voting for any assholes like this. Okay, stop, stop, please. I beg of you. Oh my God! Just, I love the. Did you did you catch that he wanted us to repent for sensuality? I heard that. I know. What what do you got against sensuality? The senses? <sighs> you don't like the senses? Yeah, that's not. Don't, Dan. You know what he's talking about. <laughs> he's upset about sensuality. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's not upset. He loves it. <laughs> that's why he knows it needs to be repented of. Right. Widely. Because he feel because he feels like a dirty, dirty boy, but <laughs> but he loves it. It's just it's all so dumb, and it's uh, by the way the language that they use. I love the way that they say, "We declare that there will be no more." Blah blah blah. We declare that there will be no more. It's like it, yeah, it's... it is the Christian version of uh, the dumb uh, woo woo thing of manifesting. Oh yeah. It's just manifest. The universe will provide. I declare that in the next year, I'm going to be a millionaire. Ooh. I am manifesting. No. It's, look, even Jesus doesn't work that way. Right. That's, but, but boy, do they declare the shit out of it. <laughs> and then they keep getting very, very disappointed. But, but they not keep noticing. Going. Yeah, they they keep... never notice. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Just notice that you're not getting any of the things that you're declaring will happen. I mean, they declared that Roe v. Wade would get overturned. Oh, they did get that thing. Yeah. That's true. Yikes. Uh, well, one win uh, will o- overpower 100,000 losses. That was so. a pretty big win. It was. It was indeed. Well, we had some folks uh, write into us, so I'm going to jump straight to that. We had, we were It was a busy week mm. uh, for, for missives, and so thank you all so much. Hannah wrote into us to say, hi, Frank and Dan. I'm Hannah from Minnesota. I love the show. Thank you so much. Uh, It says about a year ago, I met my first Mormon. You wouldn't know it at first, but he is a deeply true believer. He has said if the prophet told him to kill his family, he would have to obey. Wow. And justifies Joseph Smith marrying underage girls as God's will. Uh, uh, I took they do I that. took space from him after those comments. Yeah. Yes, indeed, one would one would want to maybe be a little distant from that dude. It's like, look, I'm taking a break from this email just for a second to just say how how scary is it that these people have no morality beyond what is told to them. I know. That's why they think we're completely unhinged. Right. Because yeah. We're, yeah. Anyway, we'll get to more similar comments later. Uh, not in this email, but in others. Um, oh, and as a side note, Hannah writes, just to perpetuate the stereotype, three months into our friendship, he told me he wanted to marry me. Oh, I politely wow. declined. And that is Ooh. so Mormon. That is such a Mormon thing to do. Mormons are so... Ugh. Especially Mormon men, the the pressure is to just get married as quickly as possible for all young Mormons. Yeah, but it's like you got to learn how to actually like 
go through all of the steps before you <laughs> before you decide if you want to marry the person. Right. Oh my mm. god. Very embarrassing. Very ugly. Cringy. Uh, anyway, so cringe. Uh, Hannah says, of course, the missionaries reached out because, of course, he ran her out to the missionaries. God, I am so sorry, Hannah. (laughs) I was very honest where I stood, but do enjoy politely discussing and learning other perspectives. I was raised Assemblies of God, and my mom is still very much a believer. So it's been healing to hear whack religious beliefs from a perspective that's impersonal to me. <laughs> uh, they reach out every few months or so, despite my staunch unbelief. I think it helps that I bake cookie- cookies. These oh. missionaries are more on the progressive side, but do very much believe in the Book of Mormon. The, very much believe the Book of Mormon is historical and true. However, they just told me that gay people are fully able to act on their same-sex attraction and still be temple recommend holding members. The only restriction is that they cannot be married in the temple. It is so entirely clear on the church website that this is not the case. And even the first baptism question is about, quote, homosexual sins. I was honestly shocked at how little they knew about this and thought you guys thought of you guys right away. What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people uh, and, you, you know, y- what you would hope would happen is that missionaries who are going out and trying to preach the word to the masses that they would know anything about their own stupid religion. They do not. It's not a requirement. No. To, to, <laughs> to know anything. They, they, are, they are given a tiny amount of training on their like hard sales techniques, mm-hmm. but no training on the actual product. Yeah. Uh, other than sort of broad strokes of what's most appealing to most people uh, that they have found. Mm. And so, yeah, they, they literally, they, and these are young people. So they literally must've in their own minds thought, well, the church can't be that anti-gay because I love the church and I know that gay people aren't horrible. So the church must be less homophobic than I'm, than uh, other people are saying they are. <laughs> oh, poor guys. Yeah, they'll they'll soon find out. I'm sure. Yeah, but Hannah, if they keep coming over, please do uh, give them chores to do. They will yeah, be happy to take do advantage them. of that. Yeah, have them if you need to move bookshelves or you know do some gardening or yard work. <laughs> let let them come over and do it for you because they will and they'll and and they'll be glad of it. Because mm-hmm. it, it's time that they don't have to spend knocking on random doors. <laughs> uh, all right. Jay wrote in to say, Frank and Dan, regarding your recent conversation about the survey and who believes uh, that, quote, most people are trustworthy. Do you remember this, Frank? That we were kind of shocked because uh, atheists were more likely to believe that most people are trustworthy. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. We, that just was like a little mind blowing for us. Jay says, yeah, you were surprised that atheists were the most trusting and the believers were the least. Let me suggest a reason. Believers only do the, quote, moral thing because God will get them if they don't. Since not everyone believes in their flavor of God and they know that even those who do frequently don't behave themselves, it stands to reason that they would have low levels of trust. Atheists conversely find moral fiber from within. 
and may be more likely to trust that others can too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Callisto also wrote in to say, Howdy, Frank and Dan. When the poll question, do you think most people can be trusted, was asked, it makes perfect sense that atheists and non-believers would be at the top of the list. There's significantly less of an extreme in-group versus out-group dynamic for atheists. Hmm. The lack of dogma and in-group social thinking allows non-believers to be more to more pragmatically view all other people and cultures as equals. Uh, if everyone is actually the same, then can't you trust more people around you uh, as much as you can trust yourself? I'm not sure I buy that one, Callisto, uh, uh, only because, I, A, I see plenty of in-group versus out-group dynamic with atheists. Uh, I've been to atheist conventions and boy, they do not, they, it feels pretty in group a lot of the time. Hmm. Uh, and also if I, you know, if I just hold up atheists as my model for whether people are trustworthy, I'm still not all the way there. <laughs> just plenty Aww. of us. Plenty, I, look, human beings are human beings. Some can be trusted. Most can be trusted if their own interests don't run too far afoul of whatever it is you're trying to trust them to do. But, uh, but then it gets a little sticky after that. Wow. That's, it's just, uh, I look, you got a dark view of humanity, Dan. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I have, uh, I have what I would say is a clearer view. Wow. It's not, I don't, I don't think everyone, I look, I don't distrust everyone right off the bat, but you know, just I'm most. Gonna, I'm. I'm not, not going. I. I. I just know how many people are uh, willing to hurt and take advantage of other people. Oh. So I. 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 I trust but verify. That's all. Oh. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, Frank, we have some folks to thank. We do indeed. Uh, yeah. So. So here goes. We got James to thank. James uh, has has subscribed monthly over on paypal nice uh so thank you james you are now a teacher lovely in our in in our priesthood so congratulations on your magic powers <laughs> um magic powers also go to aussie dave for a one-time donation you are now a deacon in our fancy pretend religion magic <laughs> and to james who is a priest who uh who wow. says who says this is a happy annual donation for my daughter Sierra, who at five years old asked me what people meant by God and blew my mind by telling me that doesn't make any sense. Wow. <laughs> so that's, that's wonderful. Awesome. So thank you so much to James and Sierra for, for that donation, and may you enjoy the magic powers bestowed on you. And Dan, we have a couple people on Patreon Woohoo! to thank as well. Uh, we have a new deacon by the name of Sum. Awesome. Um, so thank you. And we have a new prophet, seer, and revelator Woohoo! Uh, by the name of Michael. Wow. So uh, thank you so much to the both of you and to everybody, actually, yeah. who's, who's, uh, who, who signed up this week and who continue to support the show. Uh, and by the way, if Michael tells Frank and I that we have to kill our family... We, we have to do it. 
He's a prophet here in Revelator. We have to do what he says. Michael, uh, sorry, that's just not true. Um, <laughs> but if you'd like to, to join them in supporting the show, you can do so by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and clicking on the support tab. And uh, we have uh, a, our top donor to thank, Dan. Woohoo! Our Lord and Savior, Davis! More show coming up! Frank. Damn. Coming to a TV near you, to a Hulu subscription near you. Uh-huh. Uh, a, a, a project that might be titled, but might also not be titled because Hulu has not confirmed this. Uh, the Secret Lives of Mormon Wives. Oh, that's, ca- that's cute. It's a catchy title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if they'll go with it, but they should. I mean, that um, could be a whole, s- a whole series of... The secret lives of, you um, know, Baptist wives yeah. and so on yeah, and so forth, right? And and it really should be because what they're finding, I am absolutely positive you can find in all of the groups. It's just that for some reason, the Mormons kind of came out uh, or, or a series of Mormons, a group of Mormons kind of quasi came out as being swingers. Yeah. We talked about this a little while ago. Um, but yeah, unlike social media, they kind of came out and they called it soft swing or what do they call it? Soft swinging. Yeah. Soft swinging. Yeah. Or- which is, which what you and I were laughing about this because it's, uh, what they're saying is that, you know, they only maybe kiss and cuddle with people who aren't their spouse, <laughs> whatever, which, which a, if we take them at their word means that they're. <laughs> Breaking, still sinning, right? But doing so in the most pathetic way imaginable. Yeah, they're, they're, it's sort of the soaking version, right. of, uh, of swinging. Oh, that's a good point. This is a this is a time honored tradition yeah. in Mormonism <laughs> to, to like do the sin, but like try and like do it light. <laughs> that's so dumb. Uh, but of course. I don't think we buy for a moment that it's just kissing and cuddling. Yeah. Shut up. You're fucking, obviously. <laughs> we know what you're doing. Why are you pretending? Why are you talking about it? Right. If you don't want to talk about like what you're actually doing. So I guess what the symbol for like uh, swingers, it's it's an upside down pineapple, right? Yes. Are they just, maybe they're just like. Like sideways pineapple. <laughs> like it's just a can of like sliced pineapple <laughs> upside down. <laughs> it's a pineapple upside down cake. Is what done. <laughs> that would that would be very Mormon, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, you show up to to the ward potluck right with your pineapple upside down cake <laughs> now i'm wondering if anybody's ever shown up with that innocently <laughs> and had other members of the ward come up to them and be like so oh, hey sister bro- brother and sister smith uh <laughs> saw that you brought the upside down pineapple cake um want to come over and uh and maybe play and they're like, oh, sure, let's let's do it oh. on Wednesday. Great. <laughs> and then they're like, play. That's such a, f- what are they talking about? That's funny. Oh, it's probably just board games, sweetheart. No, it's Don't game worry. night. It's game it's night, a- honey. Oh, yay. Oh, I love game night. Play a little. They, sh- 
they show up Azul. with Monopoly oh, and, yeah. uh, and Settlers of Catan, and suddenly <laughs> the other the other couple opens the door in lingerie. Oh, no, just their garments. We- <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Believe me, the last people you want to swing with are Mormons. <laughs> in part because probably Mormon swingers are like down for the hardcore kinky stuff. Uh, if they're Mormon swingers, I'm guessing I'm guessing you're in some trouble. Like you do not know about the about the the dungeon in the basement. It is not they do not you you need a safe word with Mormon swingers. Just trust on that. But that said, I think the more important point here is religious hypocrisy. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I was I'm, I'm stuck on you need a safe word. I'm like Mormon. <laughs> Leahona. Leahona. <laughs> that that is brother of the Jared. Best. Brother of Jared. <laughs> Mahan Ray Mori Ankerberg. Mahan Ray Mori. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, we're doing Mormon deep cuts over here, people. <laughs> What is wanted? What is wanted? <laughs> no, you don't want to ask that. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. You're like, no. We're confusing it. We're we're, we're making uh, things more confusing. Oh, but they yeah. do. They do have a veil set up in their dungeon somewhere. Oh my god, you know they do. Like I bet tem- <laughs> Temple Kink, like Mormon Temple Kink, is alive and well and thriving in the Mormon and ex Mormon community. Like literally to get into the Mormon like swinger party, you've got to do one of the temple handshakes. You knock, you knock three times. Talk, talk, talk. <laughs> Adam, little- having been presented at the veil, <laughs> I don't oh, even remember my. how it goes anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is that. The Mormon deep cuts. Everybody, uh, go yeah. go go ahead and look up the temple ceremony if you want to. It's <laughs> It's out there. Anyway, uh, the point, I think, and here's the thing. (laughs) This shit happens in every religion. There is no religion that is devoid of people who are swinging or whatever. I think in large part because I don't think human beings are uh, naturally monogamous. Some are. I'm saying as a group. It's very clear that human beings are not are, and what makes it clear is how often people cheat. You know mm. what I mean? Like, it, I think what what estimates did I see? I saw an estimate about how many people how how many marriages have cheating in them, and it's something like it's like fifty percent or more. I I I don't remember exactly, so I'm, don't quote me on that. Hmm. But I think that the point is that like it. It's probably a good idea for human beings who are in relationships uh, to discuss whether monogamy is good for them mm-hmm. and works for them mm-hmm. and to discuss how they want to handle it if that's not their way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, dogmatic religion doesn't allow, doesn't provide a lot of space for those discussions or for doing all of that. How do these couples get to this point then? Right? Like, yeah. 
it's they, it's really fascinating. Like I, I I actually might want to watch an episode of this show if it gets made. Oh yeah, like oh. like actually for reals curious to like to to see how what kind of mental gymnastics these people are going through. Right. And, and, right. and how they and how because I'm sure they'll tell the story of how they got to that point. And it's just like it just seems so there's something about it, especially with Mormons. I, I mean, I guess it is. It's it's the same. It's the same couples that were soaking at BYU mm-hmm. who are now swingers. We should explain for for anyone oh, new. Yeah. The. That soaking was this phenomenon that would happen at the Mormon University, BYU, Brigham Young University. Yeah. Where, you know, you're not allowed to have sex as a right. BYU student. Right. You sign a paper that says you're not going to do it unless you get married, which right. is one of the reasons why 19-year-olds all over the BYU campus are married. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, But also... uh. The, one of the things that they do to sort of get around, and I don't think they're trying to get around the honor code. I think they're trying to get around their own morality and their own sense of shame about, you know, them wanting to have sex and doing it is that they, they do a thing called soaking where the boy uh, go, goes ahead and, uh, well... He he puts it in her, and then they she. How do you even ex- explain? They it? just they they just lie there motionless. Apparently. They just don't do anything, right? They just they just it's it, they put it in, right? And then uh, hence soaking, yeah. Right. Um, and there's all sorts of like. Whether how many people actually do this, right? Like, yeah, it it does sort of smack of urban legend a little bit. um, But at the same time, it's so often repeated that, you know, people are like, they they hear it and they go, well, they at least try. Right. The joke is that God's vision, like a T-Rex, is based on movement. And so... Right. It's the, it's the way to get around it. Oh, golly. All right. Well. But, yes, it's Mormons. I, I think here, here's part of the problem is that what's what has become clear is that the religion isn't serving these people. They, they have needs and desires beyond what their religion can do uh, for them. And yet they're, they're left still you know, trying to find a way to make it all work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, alas, they, uh, they, they turn to things that are not, that, that are hypocritical yeah. by, by their religious standards. So I don't know. I, there's lots of examples of this. I'll bet some of our listeners have examples in their own lives and in their own religious, uh, backgrounds that they could send to us. And, you know, I would like to hear them. <laughs> so I'm going to invite our our uh, our friends to go ahead and uh, and write into us. It is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 
888-888-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist and click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members only lounges, you can do so by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. Yeah, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.